everybody. What? Why are you looking at me like that? Is it because I have a snowboarding llama on my shirt, on my sweater? It was a Christmas present! We can't sit here and pretend like yesterday wasn't Christmas. We had the whole Christmas season. We got the days start to get darker, people start to light lights in their yard, and then you got to shop and Christmas music comes on, and then there's more shopping and more Christmas music, more lights, and there's all these presents, and then it's over. And then we have today. It's the great circle of Christmas. And life seems to go in circles. And they're not all as fun as Christmas is. For example, I just plunged the sink, and it was working. And now here we are, and it's clogging again. A month ago, about, I got my office all the way organized. It was going to be clean, and I was going to have a focused mind, and I was going to be productive, and it's a mess now. I was working on a personal issue, and it really, like, I'm making progress on this. I'm not really dealing with this anymore. We got past it. Oh, now we're back again. Are we arguing about this same thing again? I thought we were past that. Why did we cycle back to this? I lost a little bit of weight. It's back. Life moves in cycles, and it can seem like we're not getting anywhere. But the central message of today is that when we're going through all those things, regardless of what it is in life, we are getting somewhere. It's an immutable rule of existence that you are always getting somewhere, and it's God's intent that that is somewhere good. And it can seem like we're not getting anywhere because it seems like we're just going around through these cycles in life, but that is because God always moves us forward through the use of cycles. This is why there are so many goings and returnings in life. Cycles are the tool through which we grow. And what I want to do today is fix that in our memory so that when we're going through these cycles ourselves and when we see the cycles that exist everywhere in life, remember, oh yeah, this is good. God is using this to get us somewhere good, and we can take inspiration and hope, even as the sink is backing up again. So part one is called snowbirds. We want to look here at how can you advance through a cycle. Isn't a cycle, by definition, you go around and you come back where you started? Let's start with a little quote from the Bible, because God is all about cycles. This is from Genesis chapter 8. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. And this is good news. I mean, do you know, the, do you know where this is in the Bible? Genesis 8? Come on, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have known it unless I looked it up for this. This is God talking to Noah right after the flood. This is the promise. Everything's going to be great. Don't worry. You're always going to have winter. Why is that this promise? 
Well, let's look at how a cycle can move us forward. And then we can start to understand how God uses all those cycles to move us forward. So let's look at the cycle that we're all most affected by in the world, which is the day-night cycle. If you've never experienced one, I'll let you know how it goes. You start out and everything is dark. And it's cold. It's hard to see where you're going. But then it starts to get bright over one little part of the sky. And then that begins to grow where you see this rim around the horizon. And then from there, suddenly you've got this extremely bright thing that's called the sun. It comes up. And when it comes up, everything starts to change. You've got these beautiful clouds in the morning with the sunrise. Everything starts to warm up and you can see everything for miles and miles. And the sun goes up and then we're moving. People are out of their houses. People are running around and getting things done. And it's lovely. You can notice the sun keeps on going, keeps moving, and the shadows start to get a little bit longer. It's still nice and bright, but there's a little more color to it. We get this sunset where everything's magical looking again, but you got this feeling like, where is this all headed? And then the sun's down and it's dark again. We're right back where we started. Except we're not right back where we started because every day this time of year, the daylight gets a little bit longer. Even as we're going through this cycle, we're actually moving forward. This is a chart of sunrise and sunset times for Philadelphia. And you can see in that teeny little mass of text in that red box, as of the 22nd, we actually started to gain a few seconds of daylight every day. So even though it seems like Yep, we're right back to it being night. Today was 17 seconds longer than the previous day. And that accelerates until you start adding a minute every day, then nearly two minutes. And I think above that until the sun's not going down until 8.30. And there's all the light you could possibly need. So you can move forward using cycles. And let me get a little bit meta, not like Facebook meta, but actually meta with this because I'm in a cycle myself in regards this chart that we were just looking at. Because last year was when I discovered that chart. Because I was dealing with a whopping case of seasonal affective disorder where I was really hurting from the lack of sun. And I talked about it here. Go look in the archives. I'm pretty sure I was complaining about it back then, uh, a year ago when I was giving New Church Live here. And I was glued to this chart because I never thought of it mattering how much daylight there is in anything. But when I started to get this depression, I just was holding on to the hope that the days would start to get longer. And I would watch. I, would, I knew we were coming down to the 21st, which is, is at the solstice, the shortest day of the year. And I knew it was going to get better, and so I was just, come on, every day I'd open that up and think, okay, we've only got this much longer, or when we made that flip, we got a couple more seconds. This year, I don't care at all. It doesn't phase me one bit. I am in a, just a much better place in my own cycles. In, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's summer for me 
in here. And so I'm just loving December. And I'm loving it in a way that I never could before because there's a certain feeling that you can get when you realize, oh yeah, there's barely, it's been cloudy and short days for, for three days in a row and I feel great. It makes you feel invincible once you know the opposite of it. So just like there are these physical cycles in which progress can happen, there are spiritual cycles in which progress can happen. I've come a long way since last year, and I couldn't have come to be where I am without experiencing the relative night that I was in last year. I want to read a quote from New Church Theology, which is about these spiritual cycles in us. When I say spiritual, I would mean mental and emotional, whatever's happening in you, in your consciousness, in your personality. It's analogous to what we see out there. When a union of the good and the true takes place within us, that means when what motivates you to want to do what's right in life finds the the right expression or understanding. This is a, a good process. When you learn something and you can put it into your life, which happens principally after trials by temptation, which is also translated crises of the spirit in other translations. So dark night of the soul, you can think. So this good thing, the learning, the growing happens after the hard thing, the night. We come into a state of delight that arises from heavenly peace. Maybe I have a little micro version of that in watching these days tick by and saying like, hey, everything's great. Everything's fine this year. That peace is like, and here we get this comparison to cycles, that peace, the peace that God is trying to lead us into, is like the morning time or dawn in spring, when once the night has passed, all things of earth begin to take new life from the rising of the sun. So imagine the morning. If you've ever had the, maybe you've had kids and for some reason you're up in the morning early enough to see the sun. Imagine that feeling in in us as the morning dawns in the issues and the struggles that we're going through in our life. All things of earth begin to take new life from the rising of the sun. The dew that falls from heaven spreads a leafy fragrance far and wide, and springtime's gentle warmth makes meadows fertile, and it stills its charm in human minds as well. This is because morning or dawn in springtime corresponds to the state of peace of angels in heaven. Correspond, meaning it's, an, it's a physical example of a spiritual thing. So the peace of heaven is a peace you have in yourself when you love what's good and when you know God's taking care of you. And that is just like the spring or the morning. And the thing that characterizes the spring and the morning is that they follow the darkest, coldest periods. So as we go through those cycles, as life gets hard, we can know no matter how hard it is, no matter how cold it is, no matter how dark it is, sun's coming up. Summer is on its way. And every summer gets better. This is a picture 
of a sunrise in Georgia that my wife took, just like at a, a gas station there. We had driven all the way through the night from Philadelphia, because we were going to go try to see manatees in Florida in the middle of the winter. And if you've been lucky enough, like me, to be born and live your whole life where it gets really cold every year, because I, I grew up in Michigan and then moved to Pennsylvania, so out of the frying pan into the fire, as they say, the coolest thing in the world is when you're driving south in the winter and you pile into your car and it's frigid and it's dark and you drive and drive and drive. And eventually, you've got to stop. Somebody's got to go to the bathroom or you've got to get gas. But when you open your car door, it's warmer. That even though it's the same time of year, because of where you went, that time of year is not as cold. The winter is not as cold there. So what God is doing with us is like taking us on a migration south spiritually throughout our lives. So that yes, we have these cycles. It gets cold, it gets warm, things are going poorly in our lives, things are going well, we're in pain, we're in joy. But every time, imagine you moved like 25 miles south every year. First couple years, you might not really notice a difference. But then, after they start to pile up, you might notice, yeah, these, these winters are getting shorter. The summers are getting longer. And yeah, there can be a freak winter that makes it just as cold where you are. Maybe you've had some of the roughest seasons of your life recently. But overall, the unceasing effort of God is to make it so that our cycles, everything we go through, are moving us into a place where our burdens can be eased and where we can find that joy that you get. If I hadn't lived in Michigan, I never would have understood the joy of opening your door in Georgia and feeling that warmth in January. God is moving us through cycles to get where we need to go. And after this song, we're going to look at how even cycles like the cycle of the Christmas season can be used to move us forward into that state of peace.
you No, it's nothing new That news ever had Good timing Then the circle of your friends Will defend the silver lining Pain throws your heart to the ground Love turns the whole thing around No, it won't all go the way it should But I know the heart of life is good Church Live, this is Angela. I just wanted to invite you all to consider making a donation to New Church Live. We rely on the support and generosity of this congregation to fuel everything we do here. And one of the best ways to support New Church Live is to set up a reoccurring donation to have sustaining support that um, comes throughout the year. I've done that and it just takes one less thing off my plate that I have to think about. But I also love knowing that on a consistent basis, I'm supporting New Church Live and all the programs and initiatives that I love. Um, so you can do that by going to our website. You can use the QR code that's on the bottom of the screen, or you can text the word New Church Live, all one word, all lowercase to 77977. And all of those places, you can set up a reoccurring donation. And of course, you can always make a one-time donation, but we encourage you to consider um, the support on an ongoing basis of a reoccurring donation. So thanks everyone. Support. We couldn't do what we're doing without all of you, so thank you so much to everyone who's watching, who has given. That was a great song. And the message in it, the heart of life is good. What we're saying today is the heart of the journey is good. Even though it may be curious, why are we going in this direction? I didn't like that part. The thing that we can trust and take comfort from is that it is getting us somewhere. So in part two, we want to look at how the Christmas season, Christmas itself, is a cycle that is getting us somewhere. So in Christmas time, people can be at all different states in their own cycle. 
you might be feeling like, ah, it's over. Phew. I didn't really like spending that much time with my relatives. That's too much shopping. It's a lot of stress. I'm worried about the pandemic. I'm glad the whole thing is over. Or you might be saying, oh man, it's over. This was something that was bringing me a lot of joy and comfort. I loved getting to see people, getting to think about how I could affect them through the chance that I got them the right present. And now, now what is it? It's January. What's good about January? Or maybe you're in the season of, huh? Christmas? Was it? Oh. Maybe because it's not that big of a deal to you, or because there's something else in your life that's much bigger and taking precedence over that, and that's taking all of your energy and focus to deal with whatever's going on. Or maybe it's like, great, that was fun. Now what's next? I'm loving life. I don't know where you are in that cycle, but I do know, no matter what, you're getting somewhere whether we're feeling up or whether we're feeling down or whether we're feeling checked out or whether we're feeling confused or whether we're feeling like we're learning, God is using that to bring us further and further towards the goal of lasting happiness because that's what God is and what God does. He can't help it. It's compulsive. This is a quote about Christmas. One of the more famous ones. It's the one that Linus says in Charlie Brown. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. It's inspiring. Got a lot of good associations with it for me. It's kind of looking at the past, though, isn't it? It's, it's cool, but now we're remembering something that, what, was thousands of years ago. Is that all that, that it is? It's just we're looking back and remembering. How is it great joy to all people? Is it joy to me today? These words are just as applicable to us today as they were to the shepherds back then. Because Christmas is a cycle that happens in each one of us. And that cycle mirrors these events that took place that we read about every year in the Christmas story. And the cycle is all about getting you somewhere. So we've got a little video clip that gives you a summary of how to map what happened in the Christmas story onto what goes on in you and a, a window into how God is bringing the birth of the Lord into each of one of our lives. So here you go, it's just two minutes. Moving softly in secret, in the dark before light, hope for a new day approached in the night. The rooms were all full to the last, with no doubt, so though they wanted to come in, they had to stay out. But there was one small place left with a room to stay. 
with a small, soft space for this new hope to lay. And because of what shone above, bright and high, regal guests with gifts stopped by. They gave small parts of what was helpful, precious, and sublime as an image of what this little one would bring in abundance in time. For small as the child was, lying sleeping and curled, he would grow to teach love, to heal a wounded world. Now this happened in Bethlehem back a couple thousand years, it's true, but there's another place in time when it can happen, too. Moving softly in secret, in the dark before light, hope for a new day approached in the night. The rooms were all full, to the last with no doubt, so though they wanted to come in, they had to stay out. But there was one small place left with room to stay, with a small, soft space for this new hope to lay. And because of what shone above, bright and high, regal guests with gifts stopped by. They gave small parts of what was helpful, precious and sublime as an image of what this little one would bring in abundance in time. For small as the child was, lying sleeping and curled, he would grow to teach love to heal a wounded world. We've all been through the night in one way or another, but we can all see the light, receive the love, and pass it on to each other. And you might be thinking, me? This'll never work, it can't be true. But hey, if it happened for Scrooge, couldn't it happen for you? It's Christmas today. It's Christmas today. Because that cycle, the cycle of the birth of Jesus, is something that's happening perpetually inside of us. Just like in the Christmas story, Mary and Joseph had to look around. Well, where in this dark land can we have the Lord's birth? In us. When we're going to the next level, which is what God is always trying to bring us to. How, yeah, you're doing great how you are, but how can we get you up to the next level of love and peace and happiness and truth, get you to be who you were meant to be? There's going to be a place in us somewhere where the Lord, who is this love for others, can be born. Plenty of us, when we're wrapped up in our misconceptions and our ego stuff, there's not maybe space in there for this extra love this new way of life to come in. But there's going to be somewhere. It might be just in an animal feeding tray, but it's going to be somewhere. And then from there, the rest of us will come around. Certain parts of us, certain moods, certain states we're in, isn't it true that when you hear something good or you learn something about the way to live, parts of you just rush in and say, yeah, I want to be just like that. But then as we go, there's certain parts of us that aren't ready yet. This is why we cycle around to, I thought I was past this issue, now I'm back to this issue. Why is it so hard to make this progress when I know I want to make this progress? Because it takes time. The Lord is a baby. When he starts, he's got to grow bigger. That love in us has to grow and learn how to teach the rest of us. And then he's able to change who we are. And then it's time to start that again. Because wherever you get to, there's always room for the Lord to be born again. This is a cycle that moves us forward, and it's really the cycle that's happening throughout all these things in our lives. All these winters and summers and darkness and light is about getting us to the point where we recognize what really matters in life, where we recognize 
the value of love and the need to base our lives on it and all the happiness that comes with that. So it's Christmas all the time, and Christmas is a cycle that is getting us somewhere good. And after this song, we're going to take a little bit of a journey into wondering about, well, where is that? Where is it that we're getting if we're always getting somewhere? Some days I can't find keys to any lies Some days I feel like it's all overblown But then I look at you and I don't feel so alone I say, hey, let your little light shine Let your little light shine for the world to see Hey, let your little light shine Let your little light shine For the world to see Some days I can't get myself out the race And all that cold wind blows right in my face some days I feel like I am against the wall But then I look at you standing strong and tall against it all Hey, let your little light shine Let your little light shine For the world to see Hey, let your little light shine let your little light shine for the world to see And I'm gonna keep on looking for the stars in the sky I'm gonna keep on looking for the stars Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let your little light shine, let your little light shine for the world to see. Hey, let your little light shine, let your little light shine for the world to see. Hey, let your little light shine, let your little light shine. For the world to see Hey, let your little light shine Let your little light shine For the world to see Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. That, where are we getting, by the way? 
it's to the place where our light shines. That's what that's right on. That's what the whole journey is about, getting you to be who you're meant to be. That's the somewhere that we're getting. It's part three. Where are you getting to? What does that look like? Your life might feel like you're walking around in circles. But if we, if we didn't have the perspective that this photographer has, we could be having the experience. I'm just walking up these stairs, and now I'm at this wall over here, and I'm walking and walking. I do all this work and go through all of these things and have all these struggles and all these tears and joy and everything else, but then I'm back at this same wall. We just went in a circle. But how are you going to get up in that space without going around in a circle? You can't build a straight line staircase through there. So this is God's perspective, seeing us and leading us, knowing, look, even though you're back at that wall, maybe you can't tell, or maybe you can if you stop and really pay attention, you're higher than you were. We're getting somewhere. From Psalm 145, got to be one of the most beautiful quotes out there. The Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look expectantly to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. You give them their food in due season. So obviously we get to feel from that that God knows what we need. We're looking up at God. And God sees us and, and says, I know, I know how to feed you. I know what you need. But He's giving us that food in due season. So if you look at the seasons of our life, yes, there are some times when it's like spring and everything feels new and you're excited about what's coming up and it's pleasant. In that season, God is giving you what you need for happiness as much as possible then, but most importantly, to make sure we're getting somewhere in that season. So when that season ends, we're farther along than we were. And it gets to be summer, and everything is bright, and the living is easy, as they say. Things are going well. Things are working out like you'd maybe even want them to. You're feeling happy. In that season, we can be moving forward because we can be taking that happiness, storing it up. We can be using it to inspire ourselves to give that happiness to others. God knows what we need in that season and give us that there. When it gets to be fall, when it looks like things are ending and we're starting to lose some confidence and hope, there's food in that season. And God is going to make sure that we get what we need so that by the end of fall, we're a little further up that staircase. If I may mix metaphors like that, which I'm going to. Who's going to stop me at this point? And when it's winter, and it seems like nothing is growing, there's food in that season. When it's despair, when everything is dark, 
when it's cold, when every day is a struggle and we're huddling around the little bits of warmth that we can find, there's food in that season. God is going to use that to get us somewhere. In all the seasons of life and through the seasons, one preparing us for the next, preparing us for the next, we are taking our journey. We're going up, we're going to where it's warmer, we're going to where it's lighter. This is the constant aim of divine providence, getting us to where that light shines. And it's not like, okay, I'll get around to it, I probably. This is something that God promises us. This is from John. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm not going to trick you. I go to prepare a place for you. So God is always talking to us about our spirits. Sure, God may be leading us to a house, a house in the afterlife, a new house here. That's not the point. The point is where we're going to dwell with the Lord in how we react to life, in what we love, in how we feel. God knows that there's a place for our lives that He's bringing us to there, going to prepare a place for you to bring. So where's your place? I don't know. There's many mansions. Like each, each of us, that we're all destined to be in great community together and benefiting from each other. Each one of us has our own particular way we're going to end up letting the light shine. One particular kind of happiness that God is trying to build in us over all these seasons to end up so that we're happy and we're sharing happiness with others, which is the ultimate goal. So I don't know, but maybe you have more of a sense of that than, than you might think. I want to take a little time to reflect. So this is a slightly meditative, meditative exercise. If you've got a, wherever you're watching, if you've got a pencil around and some paper, grab it. If you've got your phone, if you just want to think about it, do it whatever way it's comfortable for you. But we're going to get some music. And I want you to, let's just think and see, where's God leading you? I mean, at some sense, in some sense, we know that. We can look back on where things in our lives seem to have brought us now. We can look at what are these sort of aspirations, what are the, the joys we have. I don't know. It's between you and God. So just take a moment, free form. If something comes out, write it. If a thought is there, let it be. See if we can get any sense or inspiration of where through all of these seasons and cycles, where's, where's God bringing me? How is my light going to shine? So we'll just do a couple of minutes of that. And you won't have to share it with the class. This can be, again, between you and God.
All right. Hopefully that starts a journey for you where you can be asking this question every morning. Okay. I see that you're here, God. I understand that you're trying to bring me what's good. Where are we? Where are you bringing me? We can't know all the answers, but could be that we can start to get this picture of not just that we're getting somewhere, but where we're getting to. So I want to end here with a prayer. I'm going to say the Lord's Prayer, and then I'll give you a second to pray any prayer that you want. And I hope that we can let what we've learned today settle in and hopefully bring us this renewed confidence that we're getting somewhere. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. As in heaven, so upon the earth. And give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The only thing you really need to remember today is that you're getting somewhere. So the next time you feel like you're stuck, the next time you're feeling overwhelmed, the next time you're feeling any kind of despair, even when you're feeling happy, you can just say to yourself, I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting somewhere. Thanks, God, for where you're taking me. Thanks, everyone. This was a lot of fun. We're going to hear another song, and then you can go out into the world and continue to make progress in your journey of life. Take that jump, you don't fear the fall. Hope when the water rises, you build a wall. Hope when the crowd screams out, it's screaming your name. Hope if everybody runs, you choose to stay. Every second that this world could give, so 
so many places the things that I did with every broken bone I swear I left hope that you spend your days and they all add up and when the sun goes down you raise your cup I wish that I could witness all your joy and all your pain. But until my moment comes, I'll say, I, I did it broken bow I swear I live Thank you guys. Have a great week. Thank you.